Today's Unseminary podcast episode is brought to you by Regal Theater Church, the only theater company providing full-service consultation for churches wanting to create dynamic worship services in familiar, culturally relevant venues, the local movie theater, with lots of parking, spacious lobbies, plenty of bathrooms, and a perfect view of the screen from a comfortable seat. Regal theaters are ideal for church plants and multi-sites. Learn more at regaltheaterchurch.com or call their incredible team at 1-800-792-8244 today. Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. Are you looking for practical ministry help to drive your ministry further, faster? Have a sinking feeling that your ministry training didn't prepare you for the real world? Hey, you're not alone. Join thousands of others in pursuit of stuff that we wish they had taught in seminary. Buckle up and let's get started with this week's Unseminary Podcast. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. My name's Rich, the host here, and I am just so uh, fortunate that you would take some time out today uh, to listen in. We know that you've got a lot going on at your church. Gosh, there's a lot happening getting ready for this weekend, and uh, we're just so fortunate that you would take some time out uh, to plug us in your earplugs and listen in. I'm super excited to have Jane Pauly with us today from River Valley Church. It's a fantastic church. Uh, you might have heard of them before. If you don't, you really should be following them. There are uh, nine campuses, about 6,500 people, a Fantastic church, fast growing. Jane, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your role at the church? Well, I'm Life Teams Director, um, and what that means is our Life Teams are our serving teams that serve on a weekly basis at the church, okay. and um, it's anywhere from Go Kids, which is our kids ministry, all the way through adults. Um, our youth group is using it. It's a system where we use a leadership pipeline to get people on the journey to serving and leadership. Okay, very cool. Now, um, give us a sense of kind of the scope of, you know, the number of volunteers, you know, who's all in, you know, your, your system. What is that? Give us a sense of what that looks like. Um, currently, we have about 2,600 people serving on a life team. Gosh. And yeah, it's a, it's a big organization. And um, it's just exciting to see how God has moved in in our serving mm -hmm. culture in our church. It's mm -hmm. really developed in the last couple of years, and um, we're so excited. We had to kind of find a way to keep up with the growth of our church <laughs> right. and a way to um, make sure everybody gets a similar experience at all of our campuses. Absolutely. Well, I think there's probably a lot of church or church leaders that are listening in today that they're just trying to figure out how they can get 20 rather than 2,600. And, you know, they're they're really wrestling with that. I think a lot of church leaders, um, they look at volunteers as kind of a, a necessary evil. We have to get volunteers to do stuff for us. But clearly, you're doing a lot more than that at River Valley. It's much more about development, much more about how do we kind of grow people up. Why don't we talk a little bit about that? What are you doing to develop leaders um, at your church? Well, it's all about getting people to take that next step. Mm. And so if they're not serving, we want them to serve because mm -hmm. we know that when you get involved in your local church and you're serving, mm -hmm. that you take some ownership. There's a sticky factor to mm -hmm. serving. And so we really have high value on getting people involved in that way and feel like that's just part, you know, everybody wants to be connected. Mm. And, um, you know, Andy Stanley will say, like, everybody wants a job and a friend. Yes. Well, you know, this is a way to have both with right. our life teams. That's why we went with the team concept is so that there would be that connection factor along with the job. Mm. Very cool. So what, what do you tell us about what the experience of an individual is like on one of those? What are they going to kind of, what's going to happen to them? <laughs> well, first of all, we wanted it to be really easy for someone to join a team. So okay. we developed 
a really easy onboarding process for them. They okay. can sign up online and it's a quick and simple application that's electronic mm -hmm. that they won't have to fill out again for any other area that they serve mm -hmm. in. Okay, cool. Um, which is really cool. And yeah. and it's easy for us because it's already put into our database. Mm -hmm. And so it's a it's a record that we can keep and go back to mm -hmm. and get information. Now, what database um, system are you using at the core of that? How are you kind of managing that piece? Yeah, well, this was trial and error because we, um, trying to find a system and a database that works for serving has been problematic. Mm. And so it basically what it came down to is we use Arena for our church yep. um, database. And so, and it was hard to find something that interfaced with Arena very well. Mm -hmm. So our business manager just hired some um, programmers to develop something okay. that would be a module for arena okay so it kind of plugs into arena yeah and then and then volunteers just have to kind of sign up once but that kind of information is spread or used across multiple locations what, what yeah we yeah we developed an application that works for any area that you want to serve in mm. so it, there, it's like a universal application okay and then there's different um addendums that will um affect different areas of ministry. Mm. So for kids, you have to have background checks. Right. So there's an addendum to the to the application for that and for um, anything with leadership or you know um, needing some spiritual maturity, there's a leadership application that is an addendum. Okay, very cool. Yeah. Now, so with all those different you know positions, how do you kind of let people know about what's available and then what their kind of expectations? What does that look like? Well, on our website, we have a serve page, and um, it's all in it lists all of the different options that they can serve on, and so they can self-select. They can go on and say, you know, um, I think I can commit to serving on week two at the nine thirty service as a greeter, and then they can um, add themselves to their that team. Mm -hmm. They fill out the application, and then. Once they're approved to serve, which is very simple, it's mm -hmm. a very easy process, um, then they'll get an automatic email that welcomes them to the team, okay. gives them a position manual that explains what it means to be a greeter at River Valley Church, mm -hmm. and then um, their team lead will connect with them and make that personal interaction Okay. that time. Now, help me understand what you're doing at that point to ensure that team leaders are actually following up. I'm sure everyone at River Valley follows up with every contact every time. Of course, <laughs> but of what, course what, they what, do. Have, what have you done to uh, kind of encourage <laughs> that? Because I think there can be a breakdown at that, yeah. that point of the process. Well, you know, and, and this is the typical building the plane while you're flying yes. scenario. And um, it's a growing process. Mm -hmm. So what we've done is at every campus, we've identified someone who is accountable and responsible for life teams at their campus. Mm. Because obviously, I can't do that. I can't be at every campus and oversee that. Um, so there is a point person who takes that responsibility. Mm. And that point person is the one who is interfacing with the life team leaders and making sure that they understand their what they're supposed to be doing, their responsibilities. Um, and what I do is I kind of, I'm kind of like Oz, you know, I'm in the background and I can, um, I kind of look into the system. I can see the communications that have gone out. Okay. I can see, um, we have reports that um, I've developed with our business manager mm -hmm. that um, shows us when people are signing in and when they're not. And, um, and then when we see a team that looks like it's struggling with consistency, We'll, we'll kind of tap into that campus 
lead mm -hmm. and ask them to connect with that team lead to find out, hey, what's going on with your team? Do you need some help? Yeah, do you need some support? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then obviously you kind of work together with the with the campus leadership to kind of, you know, hey, we'll provide some data, some support, and then they'll actually implement with with the you know individual campus. Yeah, I try to meet um, at least monthly with everybody, with whoever's in charge at the campus and just kind of go over what I'm seeing with the data mm -hmm. and then um, kind of problem solve, look for barriers, you know, uh, just kind of consult a little bit about mm -hmm. like where they need some help with training and support. Okay, very cool. Now, how many, uh, you know, what's kind of percentage of your, you know, average adult attendance that's serving and, you know, how do you think through those issues? We have about 45% uh, of our average attendance, wow. um, adult adult attendance. We don't yep. count the overall house attendance because yep. kids don't serve, you know, right. and so we wanted it to be more realistic numbers. So right. um, our average adult attendance, we have about 45%. Now this is a moving target because mm -hmm. our growth is just crazy. Mm -hmm. We're so thankful for it. Our church mm -hmm. is just expanding and growing. and. Um, but our goal that we give the, the church as a whole is we want 70% of Oh my goodness. Wow. You got a ways to go. <laughs> um, and we can, and we have the spots for it. If everybody served once a month, which okay. makes it really easy, an easy thing, an easy ask, mm -hmm. um, we would have the space to have 70% of our average adult attendance serving. Mm. Um, obviously that's not happening at this point, but we're moving that way. And I'm really excited to see the growth in that. Yeah, how would you say the kind of connection between the growth of River Valley as a church and you know the kind of service experience? Are, are you growing the service experience as a response to, or do you see it actually as a kind of momentum adder to the actual overall growth of the church? Yeah, I would say, um, I've been in my position for three years. I would say at the beginning, mm -hmm. it was a response to, we just right. had to catch up to our growth and we needed, we needed people who could fog a mirror, you know, um, <laughs> in the spots. Yes. So, um, but what, what I'm seeing is as soon as we're getting like over 50%, 55% of average adult attendance serving, mm -hmm. we have this huge influx of growth all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. So I'm mm -hmm. seeing a correlation. Mm -hmm. Now this is just my own observation yep. and maybe I'm a little biased, but <laughs> um, I, I see a correlation to when we have a really full, um, robust serving culture, that growth happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I know in our, our world here, uh, our best predictor of a campus's growth is its volunteer community that yeah. and you know, the total number of volunteers, if you if you look at a campus that's kind of struggling with its overall growth, mm -hmm. I, you know, dimes for dozens, that campus has a problem with volunteering. And so, you know, they seem to be, you know, low on the service team experience. And so I, I would definitely agree that I think those two are, are connected, they're intrinsically connected, which I think makes sense, because people who are volunteering are committed, they love the church, they think it's great and they're yes. getting vision regularly, they're getting kind of leadership regularly, and that's going to encourage them to invite. People want to invite something they're, to what, something they're a part of already, yeah. um, as opposed to you know just something that someone else does for me. That actually speaks a little bit to the, the kind of coaching and leadership side. How are you, what does the structure look like, the kind of leadership structure for you know volunteers at your church? Obviously, every team is a little bit different, but what is, are there some overall principles? Yeah. Well, um, you know, whenever I was working with um, other staff members to develop this model, um, I was using Exodus 18 as my template. And so um, I really, in my mind, not in reality yet, but in my mind, I have a ratio that um, I would like to see 
for our leadership mm -hmm. development and structure. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to see for every 10 life team members, we would have one leader okay. over that. Mm -hmm. And then for every five life team leaders, we would have a coach okay. over yep. that. Yep. Um, and which is that Exodus 18 number ratio mm -hmm. that um, that Jethro gave to Mo uh, to Noah mm -hmm. to Moses. Excuse me. <laughs> it's fine. Wow. Moses. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's early. It's early. It's fine. It's it, good. Is. it is. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, um, so that's kind of what we our goals mm -hmm. that we look for. Mm -hmm. um, and typically, well, you know, I mean, we probably should go back to the basis. What does a life team look like? And that's yes. going to be. It's going to be the serving time, service time, the week of the month, and the position. So that's our teams. Mm -hmm. And ideally, um, like a, a greeter team, sometimes we'll have a team of 10. We would want one team lead over that team. Mm. Um, sometimes team leads um, can have two teams that they're leading, but they're not leading more than 10 people okay. is the goal. Okay. Now, how do, what do you do? I noticed a couple times you've mentioned that your, your, life te your service teams are... Um, life teams are serving, uh, you know, a week per month. What do you do on five week months? I'm sure someone that you've been asked that question before. What happens then? Yeah, what we do is we do a rotation. Okay. So um, the first, um, a five week month happens four times a year. Mm -hmm. So and we have four teams. Uh, right? Okay, great, good, We're, good, good. Yeah. So the first fifth week is the week one. Mm -hmm. Second, second week two. Okay, cool. Now, what are the expectations of the coach? I say on an individual morning, let's say a leader. So they've got their group of people they're leading and say guest connections. Those people arrive. Um, are they doing like a huddle? Are they doing, you know, is there kind of a common experience you're trying to ensure happens with everyone on your mm -hmm. service teams? Well, I try not to micromanage. Okay. Um, and um, each campus will have its own little flavor. Okay. Um, so some campuses, they'll do everybody gathered together. Okay. You know, everyone, and then the campus pastor or the associate campus pastor will do the huddle time mm -hmm. and um, give inspiration and information. Okay. Um, often, there's also some teams that will meet on their own and mm -hmm. do their own huddle time mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. inspiration and information. Yep. And it's just a huddle. It's just like less than five minutes and right. prayer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, so I know you, you don't want to micromanage, but what would you say is your preferred, you're the expert, you're the, uh, you know, what would you say is kind of the preferred method for that, you know, with, with volunteers? I actually prefer the individual teams to meet right. with their leader. Um, and one of the reasons is my goal and um, one of the things we want to do with our leadership pipeline is really empower people to lead. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to just give them a title mm -hmm. and still do all the ministries ourselves. We mm -hmm. want them to do that ministry and be leading their team. And I think that's, I think that is also a great team building moment. Right. Very cool. Well, this yeah. has been this has been great. This has been fantastic. Anything else you want to share uh, before we jump onto the lightning round? Um, I just want to share that I think that serving is essential to people's discipleship mm. and that uh, it's part of your growth in Christ to use your gifts and talents in the church. Mm -hmm. And um, and then also that we don't want to use people. We want to, mm. we want to fulfill them. We want mm. to pour into them. So I think it's more, I think typically you think task oriented with serving, but we think it's connection. We think it's relationship. And so when you have that right, everything else falls into place.
This is the Unseminary Podcast. Stuff you wish they taught in seminary. We're going to jump into the lightning round today. We've been It's been our privilege to have Jane Poley with us from River Valley Church, a fantastic church uh, that you need to get a chance to follow and, and just been a great conversation today. I've been uh, so excited to have her on the show. Jane, what's an online resource you're using these days that's helping you uh, in your ministry? Well, we've developed our own leadership website that uh, we use for resources, blogs, podcasts. Um, we have like a resource vault with uh, recommended books and podcasts. And, um, and is, that, I, is that publicly available or is it behind a password kind of wall somewhere? Um, right now it's publicly available. Um, <laughs> Great. What's the address? Sure. We'll go there now while it's still I know. open. Go, go quick. It's uh, leaders.rivervalley.org. Okay, um, and so like our training and everything is on there. Um, we are developing a network with our church. And so that is now available if anyone wants to have more information or some coaching or be part of roundtables. Mm -hmm. They can be part of that. That's network.rivervalley.org. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, what's a book you've read in the last, I don't know, six months to a year that's had an impact on your thinking or ministry? Um, I like The Search to Belong mm. by Meyer. Mm -hmm. um, I think that is just really essential. Um, it, it's talking about that connection need that people have and the mm. different atmospheres and environments that people connect. Very cool. What's, what are some other ministries that you're looking to that are kind of inspiring you these days? Um, well, I love Eagle Brook Church because they're a local church in our community, mm -hmm. um, very large church, um, lots of campuses. And they're probably, we're about five years ahead of us in mm -hmm. growth. And mm -hmm. so um, I made a couple of connections there that were just invaluable to me as I was developing the structure and the systems here. Mm, very cool, very cool. Great. Um, well, if you could get 15 minutes with any leader alive uh, today, who would you want to get that with and why? Um, Rick Warren. Oh, nice. I, okay, very yeah, cool. Yeah, I think yeah. he is just such a great mobilizer of people. Oh, so true. Yeah, so um, true. And I love his systematic organizational thinking that he has. And mm -hmm. so um, I just think he has a wealth of wisdom. I uh, I tap into a lot of his resources too. Absolutely. He's been a, a, obviously a gift to the church at large. Yes. And, and even if you don't follow exactly what they do, a lot of people have been influenced by his, you know, his approach and his thinking for sure. Rick's yeah. a great guy for sure. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about your personal life. So when you're, you know, kind of relaxing and you're trying to kind of kick back a little bit, what do you do just to have uh, some fun or, you know, just relax a little bit? Well, I love spending time with my family. Mm -hmm. um, I've been a pastor's wife for 28 years, so I, I'm also a church junkie. I love the church. <laughs> nice. um, and um, so, but as far as relaxation, kind of my Sabbath, I love to paint. I oh, um, do cool. oil painting and watercolors. Um, and I love to read. I'm a mm -hmm. voracious reader. I read at least five books a week. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, Jane, thanks so much for being on the show today. If people want to get in touch with you or with the church, what's the best way for them to do that? You can email me at jane, J-A-Y-N-E dot poli, P-O-L-I at rivervalley.org. Or you can look at our network, um, network.rivervalley.org. And we'd love to hear from you. Nice. Thanks so much, Jane. Thanks for being on the show today. Thank you. It was an honor. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Unseminary podcast. Don't be shy. We'd love to connect. Check out Unseminary Inbox. You can sign up at unseminary.com and we'll send you helpful training resources every week. Plus, you'll gain immediate access to our exclusive members area with tons of resources you can use. Connect with Rich on Twitter.
at Rich Birch or through email, rich at unseminary.com. Don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode at unseminary.com. It includes links to what we talked about today and more. Leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Did you enjoy today's episode? Drop by iTunes and leave a review. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's Unseminary podcast. Join us next week when we'll learn more stuff we wish they taught in seminary.